0: To the My Star Live Debt Live Chat. I'm your host Johnny Ong, and I'm sorry about the mess here. We are like, having a massive clear out in the house. So, quarantine fun. Um, granted, I'm not in quarantine. I'm at work, uh, but my wife is uh, uh, at home, so she's having a good old clear out so it's just me rocking the show right now um i've sent a link out to a couple of people so uh but the link is up in the chat up there if you want to come on and uh come on and play so um i did ask um did ask for some questions from you folks, but I'm going to hold off on that for a minute because just kind of give people some time to hello, Mr. Rose. hey, Anthony. Um, come on and join in if you want. Um, just want to check, can everyone hear me? It says my mic is working. I just want to make sure that you guys can hear me just uh give us a thumbs up or something on the chat um anyone can you hear me boom um what was interesting is literally uh, a couple of minutes ago as i was getting ready hey we can you hear me um Cool, so I saw a bit of news. I'm just gonna go find it. I saw it on um, Facebook just a minute ago. Um, here we go, from Variety. Um, just let it load up. But yeah, we've had a... Uh, hey, Michael, how you doing? Um, feel free to jump on if you want uh, more than welcome. Um, So, we had a bit of possible news, Uh, it could just be rumor. it It could be news, yes, I accept cookies. Um, (laughs) It ain't breaking news, I don't think, Um, no, it came out, literally, it came out about an hour ago, Um, so this is from variety.com, oh my god, all the ads.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I don't want push My God. Oh, hope everything's okay there, uh, Michael. Um I, I I can't say I've had the same. <laughs> um I have just cat problems on a general, day-to-day basis. Oh my god, variety. Stop with the ads. Seriously. Okay, so a new Star Wars series is in the works at Disney Plus. Variety has learned from sources. The series hails from Leslie Headland, the co-creator, showrunner, and executive producer of the critically acclaimed Netflix series *Russian Doll*. Uh, details of the exact plot of the series have been kept under wraps. No surprise, the sources will say it'll be a female-centric series that takes place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline than other projects. Headland is said to be attached to write and serve as a showrunner on the series with the show currently staffing. Rapture Disney Headland did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comment. Um, Hedlund also directed multiple episodes of Russian Doll. The show was nominated for 13 Emmy Awards for its first season, ultimately winning three. Um, Hedlund began her career writing and directing the Seven Deadly Play series, which includes Bachelorette and Assistance. Bachelorette was the basis for a directorial film debut starring Kirsten Dunst, Her other film credits include writing the 2014 remake of About Last Night and writing directing Sleeping With Other People. Besides Russian Doll, her other TV credits include Terriers, Blunt Talk, Smilf, and Black Monday. She's currently under an overall deal at Fox 21's television studios, with the studio now under the Disney umbrella. And there we have who she is repped by Michael Sugar at Sugar23 and Steve Young at Myman Greenspan, repped by UTA for directing. Usually, the series' development comes after Variety exclusively plotted that a third season of The Mandalorian is already in the works, yes, (laughs) at Disney Plus, ahead of the second season premiere this year. The Mandalorian, one of the launch titles for the Disney branded streamer, proved to be a major hit and pop culture phenomenon upon its release. Currently, two other live action Star Wars shows in the pipeline at Disney Plus Obi Wan Kenobi series starring Yo McGregor, and a Cassie Nandor slash Rogue One prequel series starring Diego Luna. A variety exclusively reports that J.B. Harold had recently joined the Overwon series as the writer, of well, Stella Sars- Skarsgard and Kyle Soller recently joined the Cassian Andor series. So, new series coming from Disney, Plus, new Star Wars series, female centric. Of course, as soon as you jump into the comments, we're waiting on the uh, fandom menace. Um, But uh uh interesting different side of the Star Wars galaxy that we will be seeing. Now that is interesting. Will will we be seeing something completely new or some completely new era or are we gonna be um are we gonna be seeing saying oh it's it's gonna be different, it's gonna be new and it's gonna be in a relatively um Current timeline that we've seen with Mandalorian, or maybe uh, in between um, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Um, unless they're going, oh, well, look, we're in a different part of the galaxy, much like the Ryan Johnson um, supposed trilogy. Um, so, any thoughts, any feelings on this? Personally, I am gonna take it. Variety are very reputable, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure it was variety. Let me just check this. Variety that um, discussed, Uh, very, very, yes. uh, Yes, and definitely very early to say, Um, and we will see, Um, but at the same, I mean, Could this just be another one of those um, her reps are putting something out there um, saying that she's been approached by Lucasfilm to kind of get people interested in her kind of throw out some more um, uh, like job offers or you know she's probably got a couple of things that she's pitched around and they're basically trying to kind of speed the process up by saying that she's got this thing going Luke's film to try and get people interested in her maybe or kind of snap her up before um you know if anything actually does become official. <laughs> well I am done am with you there Anthony, I've got nothing either. Um you know we we will see um we will see in the in the future i'm sure but what i really like here is the fact that um things are moving forward in terms of um star wars and luke's film um as it says in the article as well like mandalorian season 3 is already in the works um i mean that's not exactly uh, is i wouldn't say it's news <laughs> Uh, I think we could all we all pretty much were assuming that we were going to get to see at least two more seasons of Mandalorian, and the fact that um, you know, John Favreau has been writing it for a while. I've got a feeling that John Favreau has been writing a lot of Mandalorian stuff before this even, um, before he even got the job. I reckon he probably had quite a bit. Quite a few ideas, and was, you know, originally he wants to make it as a Boba Fett series. It might actually be just be working with the same kind of concept, except not Boba Fett, just another guy in a Mandalorian outfit. Um, so he's probably had like some ideas bouncing around for quite a while. We know he's, you know, he's got a good relation, like working relationship with Dave Filoni, so. And they they talk quite a bit, especially with um, you know Favreau uh, working on Clone Wars as well. So I can I just kind of guess, you know, he's been kind of things have been stirring around in the brain pan for a while, and um, you know he's you know he's basically like right okay, this is season one, and then he's kind of like he's focused on season one now he's. You know write season two. They film season two. Probably partway through season two, he started writing season three. He probably already had the idea for what like the season was going to be and how it was going to look. So he's probably just kind of uh, sitting down and writing it. I mean, hey, everyone's got the time at the minute, haven't they? Um, so yeah, season three Mandalorian, uh, amazing um i can't wait um and Stan Sarsgaard, skarsgard and kyle soller being cast in uh cassian and or i mean i can't say anything about kyle solar i've not seen him in anything and if i have like it probably it probably wasn't in a major role so i can't really say hey i know that guy um But uh, Stellan Skarsgård has been quite a lot of films that I have seen, and I can't say a bad thing about his talents as an actor. Um, he kind of does a bit of everything. I mean, um, I think the first thing I saw him in was uh, Goodwill Hunting, and you know, then he was in like Pirates of the Caribbean. He's in the Marvel films, you know, the guy—he's got a good career, and and of course he was in the time-honored classic *Mamma Mia*. Hey, Chris, how's it going, buddy? Um. So yeah, um, you know, I've seen people kind of speculating he's going to be a a rebel general or an imperial like people are kind of going all over the place with um, what kind of role he would play honestly I think it could go either way I think he would be really cool as a villain, I've not really seen him in a villain role Um, so it would be pretty interesting to see him taking on a villain role, I can imagine him in like the full on kind of imperial Outfit, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, and I think, mean, to be fair, I'd like you know I'm just happy that he's in. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know this a casting announcement that I'm like, oh, this is going to be nuts. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So. Um, been, a, been about 10 minutes. I'm going to just take a quick look at Twitter, see if I've heard anything from anyone. Um, no, uh, hey Chris, um, no, he's cast in um Cassian Andor, um, so I mean, oh, he'll be pretty cool in Mandalorian, but no, he's, he's cast in um in Cassian Andor, unless they really want to kind of connect everything and you know he crops up as probably one of Moth Gideon's uh buddies I think that would be pretty cool um you know kind of age him up a bit or de-age him a bit for Cassian Andor if he of course he plays him, but we don't know so um just give me one second. Him just uh, doing a bit of scrolling, doing a bit of scrolling. Um so I said I was gonna do try and do a bit of a q and a today. So in the chat, if anyone has any Q in it, any cues for me to A, um let me know and i'm just putting it out there again on twitter to see if people want to ask some questions we've had a sec we had a question so at least so i'm going to jump on to that one first so this comes from our good friends at the star wars sessions podcast um so this is what they say. Uh, it comes from Twitter. So Johnny Orm is the new head of Star Wars live-action TV. Your first task, deliver a new Star Wars TV series based on new characters. What would you come up with? That's so a good one. I like. I like that. I have no
1: idea.
0: <laughs> um... So if I was to be given the chance to direct, or no, create, sorry, create a brand new Star Wars live action series, I like the idea of, I'd like the idea of having Kind of a crew, not like rebels, where it's a family. Um, kind of in the vein of Firefly. You know, a bit of a ragtag crew. They don't always have to get along. They don't always have to like each other. But yes, I yeah, definitely, uh, probably Luke there, Anthony. <laughs> um, he likes asking this, doesn't he? He asked he asked it on. He's asked it on a couple of episodes at least. So have a have a crew of smugglers who true Firefly is a found family. Um, have a group of smugglers who basically are not that great at it, and they learn how to be good at it. So you could actually have them. I think I pitched this to you and Michael Anthony. Something very similar of doing like a short film, where you've got these two bumbling smugglers in the cockpit of a ship, and they're talking about you know how they're not going to get in trouble, and how the Empire, you know, how you know everyone says that the Empire are out for out for smuggling and everything, and they're getting away just fine, and then suddenly you know, they get intercepted by the Empire and, you know, it's just those two in the cockpit. Um, But I think kind of doing something along those lines, like people who have just ended up smuggling because it's the only, like, one of them has a ship and someone else has a connection, some really kind of obscure connection in the underworld. And kind of building it from there. I wouldn't say it would be an all-out comedy, but it could be quite comedic. So kind of in the vein of like, kind of like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where it's like, there is, or Firefly, I've got like, even Firefly. Yeah, I just basically want to make Firefly in Star Wars. Um, Hardly original, but I think it would be quite fun. I would even go down the route of casting Nathan Fillion for the role of, well, just a role in it. Oh, imagine Nathan Fillion as an Imperial. That would be interesting, excuse me. Thanks, Chris. Um, I said, I'm gonna go make it now. Uh, I have a camera and some Lego. <laughs> um, okay, now I'm actually thinking about doing it with a camera and some like I No <laughs> I don't have lots of time. Um so sorry, something just rattling on the floor. Um so yeah there that's kind of that would be my idea, kind of a very firefly kind of take set in Star Wars with kind of that level of humour. Um, One kind of go as dark as they kind of end up going in the film Serenity, but I kind of try and keep it quite light. Um, doesn't always have to be dark and gritty. It can be. Um, it can be enjoyable, fun, and you know, probably kind of keep it along the line. You know, excuse me. I think that they've kind of hit the hit a nail on the head with kind of the tone of Mandalorian, kind of like, it can be like this stark and kind of gritty, but they keep it light enough. So, you know, I think that'll be a, a standard that we see across the board on, um, on the Disney Plus series. So uh, quite
1: possibly
0: kind of keeping it along those lines. I mean, I reckon, um, I reckon, like that's what Cassie Nandor series will be like. I reckon that'll be what the Oberon Kenobi series will be like. I mean, Neil McGregor's got some good kind of comedic chops on him. Um, So I think, you know, they'll be able to keep that quite light, even though I'm pretty sure they'll be dealing with some heavy kind of topics, you know, about his character. You know, in its set, was it somewhere between five and eight years after Revenge of the Sith, so you know, he's going through some um just over that next range. Wasn't that from oh that was from that's from the episode where they meet his uh, meet the guy who was in Mal and Zoe's um
1: battalion, isn't
0: it? Anthony, I think um can't remember oh no that's um sorry that's so low oh, hang my head in shame oh I'm sorry Anthony I don't know just over the next ridge forward
1: <clears throat> So hello
0: I'm so confused can someone explain what's going on to me um <laughs> um so yeah there we go that's my that's my TV kind of pitch um, more? anyone else want to uh, come and play anyone want to ask some questions? I'm just seeing anything through Facebook. I don't think we do. That's fine. Um, Oh, I did say it. yes. I got it right. So low. yay! <laughs> Very pleased with myself, even if, if I wasn't sure. Um. So. Oh, oh, oh! Everyone, take a moment. Oh, guys, everyone, here we go. It's going to get real. Hey, boys.
2: Yep. What's happening? happening. Oh, there we go. How, How did we, we come on at the same time, Michael? Holy cow. <laughs> now I know what you meant when you said almost there. So I thought I'd kind of, you know, get play around with that for a minute. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. I,
3: uh... I sent Johnny a message earlier and I said, are you flying solo or are you putting together a crew? And then I had some Delilah issues to deal with. So
2: hopefully not bad ones. Ah, you know, she's all right. It's, it's, you know, good, but yeah. So
3: star Wars, man. Um, (laughs) I was, I was listening. I was listening. I know you already talked about it, but the, uh, the variety that just came out about an hour ago, the, uh, Mm the, Um, the woman thing and I'm down for it. You know, give me, give, give me star Wars by whatever group diversity. And if it's not for me, who really cares because it could be for somebody else and it might bring somebody else into the fandom that normally wouldn't just like the Mandalorian brought in so many people and made the Mandalorian. Um, why am I getting such a glare off of here? Um, get made the or made star wars such in the mandalorian especially baby yoda um you know the household name and people that could care less or couldn't care less um about star wars you know it was the cooler talk for two months or three months and you know it's still now with the merchandise coming out now um you know, so it's like it brought in people that would have never watched it before. So if it brings in, you know, women because they realize, wait, women actually will like Star Wars. Now, if we give them some Star Wars content that is geared toward even if it's not geared towards that, but just knowing that it's made by women or, you know, um, it's obviously going to have depending on what experiences you've had in life, it, you're, it's going to come through in your tone. Um, so women have obviously had different experience than the majority of the men that have, are all the men that have made star Wars. So it's going to come through with the story is going to be a little bit different. Um, so it might draw people in that way, you know, and if they want to, you know, I mean, I'm just, if they want to give it to, you know, different ethnicity groups and say, you know, like, um, what was the, uh, the, um, Asian movie, um, a couple years ago, that was all, um, I think it was Chinese, all Chinese actors and Chinese director. And it was like one of the biggest hits is the comedy. Um, uh, I can't think of it. I can't
0: think of but I remember the
3: one. And, you know, that was the thing. Like nobody complained. Oh my God, it's, it's all, it's, it's all, you know, they're taking white jobs away. Well, you know, that's, that's for another part of the fandom that no one cares about to complain about. But I mean, rational people don't think like that. So if they want to give it to people of color or whatever ethnicity group or women or, you know, whatever it is just to bring in. A different spin on things. I'm all for it, and if I don't like it, there's plenty other Star Wars for me to like. So, and I'm not gonna. I don't say don't like it. Like I don't like that they're bringing these other groups in there. I mean, once it comes out and I've actually seen it and I've watched a few episodes and had you know chance to digest it and realize, you know, this one isn't really for me. But I'm probably still gonna watch it. I just won't watch it again or multiple times. Kind of like Rogue One. Well,
2: I mean, like uh, yeah, it's kind of like what you said. Kind of like what you said at the beginning michael there's every part of star wars storytelling regardless of what it was has brought somebody new into our fandom from well starting with the, the original films from my generation to the prequels brought folks into our fandom and then oh, clone wars did i mean we would have amy ratcliffe or Corey from Corey stories. Am I thinking Corey? Corey making Star Wars. We wouldn't have either of them in our fandom if it weren't for Clone Wars and a a bunch more other friends. Rebels brought new folks in. Laura from Force Post.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Weren't for Rebels, she would not be a friend to any of us. And Resistance brought young kids in too that are starting out where my girl's age was when they got introduced to it. They're the last of the the prequel generation, the very tail end of it. Yeah, every next part of Star Wars storytelling brings somebody new into our fandom. And this here new thing might just very well do the same thing. Mandalorian's brought a ton of folks in that ain't even Star Wars fans, that really took hold of that show. And maybe now they might be a little bit more into our fandom than where they weren't eight months ago.
1: Well,
0: I gotta say, like, I mean, if you look at... Yeah, it always gets... What was that body? Go. go, go. Um, was, you know, just thinking. Like, I think.
2: So go ahead, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I think some of my like some like two my two favorite episodes of The Mandalorian were made by a woman mm-hmm. and uh, a man of color. Like episode two was Rick Famuyiwa, and I think mm-hmm. that is that is just a fantastic piece of TV, and then deborah chow did episode three and you know yep. I, I honestly think you know those are two of the best episodes that we've seen um and then i mean uh, you know and they both did two episodes each bryce Dallas How- howard uh, you know a woman directed episode four which is a phenomenal you know there's not like and i i, I think, kind of think you know the. Even even my least favourite episode of Mandalorian, again, directed by Rick Famuyiwa, it just wasn't my cup of tea. You know, I will still watch that on a rewatch. It's still good. It's just the one that I like the least, you know. And these are different voices that have come in from various backgrounds and you know, making some of the best Star Wars content that has hit so many more people than kind of like what we've been
3: getting with the films yeah but i mean that's like so i mean just because i'm gonna harp on the women thing again because i know you already talked about it but i brought it back up since i was late to the party um you know like one of the the least liked um episodes was the one that bryce dallas howard did and people are like oh it's because she's young and she's a woman and it's like no, she had a script like that. Like she, she didn't write it. She, she directed it, so she already had it there. So if you didn't like it because of the storyline, that's probably not anything to do with her. Um, yeah. You know, she did, she did the best yeah. she could with what she could could. And I liked it. Like there wasn't any episode of, Ma- of the Mandalorian that I didn't like. Um, they all have their different things and their different features. Probably the um, one that if I like had to say which one I liked the least. Um, And I still enjoyed it. Was the one where he goes in, um, they free the uh, the bounty hunter or the other the other Twilight. Um, Mm -hmm. And some people love some people love that one. And me, I was just like, yeah, it's okay. But you know, my whole thing. People call it fluff or um, you know whatever. It's like going and then like this the last arc of. Um, Clone Wars. People are like, oh, it's filler and we should get stuff. It's like, well, no, it's showing it's telling you a story. It's telling you how Ahsoka is where she is, where her mind is right now. And it's showing that people don't like the Jedi like we always believe they did because of these things where, you know, we were told the story about how great they were and, you know, they were the best thing that ever happened. But, you know, they did some stuff that wasn't really that nice or that good. But they did it in the name of the force. And, you know, it's like, well, I had to choose between, you know, people possibly dying or people definitely dying. So I chose the possible. And, you know, your possible is just collateral damage. Well, anybody that is collateral damage telling them, or, you know, families collateral damage telling them that, you know, it doesn't matter what you say, it's not going to make it better, especially when you're like, okay, well, it's going to be okay. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's storytelling, you know, like you don't, you don't go and watch any of the Star Wars movies and say, well, I'm just going to cut out this 40 minutes here or this section here because, um, well, I mean, people do, but you know, us us insanely sane ones or whatever, however you want to put it, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, cause it's storytelling, it's building and you know just like the clone just like the clone wars built up the fall of anakin because that's what the whole story was really about is how anakin fell because you don't really see that yeah you see a little bit here and there and it's kind of like how did he turn so bad how did he not know padme was pregnant how did you know how long did these things happen i mean it fills in a lot of questions or answers a lot of things that we've that we've had um man i don't i haven't even had any caffeine today or coffee or anything and i'm just on a roll i haven't talked i haven't talked to anybody since monday my god i'm going crazy
2: <laughs> yeah it's been a spell bud it's been a spell yeah you're right when you were saying earlier about what folks some call you, were, you you said it as fluff and i've heard it on many other different judges their opinions it's like well yeah like that middle part, the, the previous four for clone wars was some friends and folks felt like well that was filler and i'm thinking there's no such thing as filler star wars every one of them stories was wrote for a reason that the storyteller wants to tell you and whether or not you did or didn't like it maybe i'm hearing that or reading it as maybe you had expectations or wants of it you didn't go and say so maybe some folks do kind of say it in a roundabout kind of way because i listen when i'm listening to shows i'm listening to what folks are saying not just i hear what they're saying and sometimes i can hear that you kind of had one once and don't that to yourself just be told that story because that story is t- telling you that, that story for a reason whatever that reason maybe you get it maybe you don't there's some that kind of fly on by me and maybe i miss them well oh, that's just another reason to step back and look at it again there's no such thing as filler not even in clone war stories then what 10 plus 12 years ago they was telling some that weren't that great but they were told I mean- for a reason I mean I,
3: I have the Mandalorian on right now and I haven't watched it the Mandalorian. Into
2: the story.
3: I haven't watched the Mandalorian in probably a couple months. And I just put it on with the first episode. So and Real fireboy knows how I am with names and, and shit stuff. Oh sorry, I don't mean to use profanity on your show, honey. Um okay, well no, don't give me free reign because I'll teach I'll teach my teach myself new words um, sometimes. <laughs> um but it starts off, you know, with the blue guy that ends up um, you know, getting frozen in carbonite. They didn't mm-hmm. need to show him. They could have just put him on the ship and walked by the carbonite freezing station. Yeah. You know, they didn't need to show the guy. Um, I forget the comedian's name, but he, you know, his most big recent role was on um, Big Bang Theory as the geologist. Um, the big guy. Um, uh, he, he's driving you know, the taxi. Um, I don't think that's it. it the, uh, the, Brian, the
4: guy,
1: the, Brian, the guy Brian,
4: Brian.
2: That's it, Brian. Brian.
3: Real farm is on the right track. Um, but they don't need yeah. to show him, um, you know, yeah. the getting uh, eaten by uh, whatever uh, through, or- through the ice or whatever. But it's like, it's part of storytelling. You know, it's kind of going to be boring if you just tell a 12-minute story that's all action. Like, yeah, it would be nice for a 12-minute action clip, but it's not going to tell you mm-hmm. the whole story and what needs to be done. So it's like, yeah, um, whatever it was, episode four of The Mandalorian is... Um, very similar to other things that happened in an episode of Clone Wars. Well, you had how many arcs in Clone Wars and how many episodes of Clone Wars. There's chances are if you're telling a story in the same, you know, realm, which is Star Wars, things are going to match up kind of like, you know, episode seven was a copy of episode four. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, whatever people want to complain about, they're going to complain, but, you know, just, I mean, going back to just be happy and, you know, like what you like. And if you don't like it, there's no reason to harp about it. Like, you know, if you wanted me to sit here and talk about what I don't like in Star Wars, I can. But I'm not going to, you know, write channels about it and and start groups about it or whatever. And, you know, and I'm also going to give you some positives that I find. And usually the things that I would name as negatives aren't necessarily things that I find. It's what the... if you like took a poll of what's your biggest problem with this or that is what would probably be the highest up there of, of like what you asked is what my answer would be because a lot of the stuff that you know like I said that people don't like I don't have a problem with it because it's story building and it's what you need I
2: mean I think you know yeah, maybe that's where I'm a little bit envious about the ends because just for, for me I don't know what Oh, what do you call it? I don't know what critical of Star Wars is. There's, there's no such, there ain't such a thing to me. I don't know what being critical about Star Wars is. I just love all the stories for just what they are.
0: I mean, I I see I see something coming out. It's, it says Star Wars on it. I am um, I don't know if it's genetic or what, but I am predisposed to enjoy it. And and buy it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But you know, I in
2: that just says you're all in. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I enjoy.
2: That just says you're all in. That's what that's just like it got all of us. That's what that is. Yeah.
0: uh, There are there are um, arcs in the Clone Wars that I would happily skip. You know, but at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. there are parts of these arcs that are very enjoyable. So I don't want to skip it Mm -hmm. because I know there's parts of it that I like. But at the same time, like, I mean, uh, the Miba Gascon arc, I'm not a fan of that arc, but I love the weird ostrich dinosaurs. I love Gregor. I love the, when, when in the final part of that arc where they're on the um, Republic Cruiser and they're basically taking it down from the inside, I really enjoy that. But overall, it's not my favorite
2: um no you go through you go through it through that part of this you come out of a good part of the story and then you go through that part that maybe you don't favor so much because you know it's connecting you up to the next part of the story you so you're on the journey but what um pretty much
0: going back to what Michael said you know that the the ahsoka walkabout arc um I mean we've known about that mm-hmm. arc for years. That was discussed at Celebration Europe in 2016 on the Ahsoka Lives um, panel, and you know, the big change mm-hmm. that they've done is they changed the, uh, the character's name from Nix, who was like a young male. Mm-hmm. If you look at here, you look at the art of the character design. He looks a little bit like a kind of a young Han Solo type of character. And they've gone and changed the character up to these two sisters. Now, we've seen so many Han Solo types, you know, be it in legends, be it in canon, we've seen it. We've seen a lot of it. Did we need that again? Or do we want to introduce two sisters where they have not just a dynamic with Ahsoka, but there's the whole family dynamic going on, which adds another level to it? And I think, you know, they went with that oh. because. Ooh. What
1: was that? I would
2: say, because you asked, and I've already yelled this in my radio. Well, pretty much just me and my radio here for the past three weeks in different shows. And different things that come up like that. And you brought it up again. And I always yell at the radio when I hear folks and friends go and say it. You said "Did we need that. It's never about what we need, never about what we want. There's needs and wants. I hear that as (laughs) I just don't go. I don't run that around so much. But yuns would not believe how much I yell at my radio. You know, oh, I hear, no, I can believe how oh, much you yell at your you radio. It. It's, I it's, know how much you about. yell at me. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. So, we might think right now... Oh, my, God, or, my radio's name ain't Michael, said so
2: that I'll take that. That's a good thing.
3: Uh, You know, we might think right now that, or the people that do think this, that the Ahsoka arc was, the walkabout was a you know, filler that we didn't need it. They could have given us more of this or more of that, but... How do we not know what they have in, in plan? Because they have their one-year plan, their five-year plan, their 10-year plan, their 20-year plan. I mean, it's all fluid. And right now, you know, because of this, it's everything's, you know, kind of all mucked up. But how do we not know that, you know, Ahsoka is going to show up in um, the last episode of season two of The Mandalorian and be in and out of um, Mandalorian season three, Or she might not. I mean, I, this is just completely guessing. And then they're going to spin off and give us a a Soka show and it might deal with, you know, whatever happens after this arc. And I mean, we obviously know what happens with order 66. I don't want to make you start crying, Johnny. Um, you know, I I know I told you the other day, they're, they're at kind of, it's not going to happen, but I don't think that that was just a joke. So don't get mad at me. Um, They're not going to have, you know, go back with Ahsoka and show us more of, you know, her going back now, um, being a Jedi and uh, in the underworld in 1313 and, you know, the sisters are there and it's something to do with the sisters and, you know, now they're. Trying to, you know, I mean, whatever, I mean, we could just sit here and speculate on all, all these things we might want to see done, you know, they're going and finding inquisitors and killing inquisitors that we didn't even know existed. And they're using she's using the sisters or I mean, I'm, I'm just spitballing off the top of my head right now. I haven't actually really thought about this. But, you know, it's just. You know, so, how, I mean, how do you know that they're not going to... Well, if they would have just brought these people in, people would have been like, well, this Ahsoka show is stupid. They're bringing in people we don't know about. Well, now we know about them. So, now it's not a filler episode. It might take us five years to find that out when the show, the show comes out. But, you know, now there was a the basis of reason why they did it. Hey, let's introduce the, these sisters. Or, you know, it's going to be... You know, I don't think we've seen the end of them. And whether it's in comics or in a book or you know, whatever, just, just give me more Star Wars. And... You know, I know people complained about it, but it's like, if you would have made them guys, people wouldn't have complained. But it's because they were girls, Um, you know, and and I speak in generality, So when I say, you know, people wouldn't have, yes, of course, people are going to, but the people that did complain or say, well, you know, she was kind of a bitch. And, you know, you know, that's not how the girl should be acting. And, you know, oh, she was stupid. She left the door open or whatever. Like, you're not going to say, they wouldn't say the same things about if they were guys. So it all comes back to Give us more women in Star Wars, more Padme's, more Leias, more strong yes. women, which they were strong women. They were just kind of, you know, naive and silly, um, you know, did not not to, um, you know, didn't know the way that the world worked. But now they had a really quick crash course education. And when they come out with their own or, you know, as part of the show or side characters on Soka show, you know, now we have a good basis for them and we get some beautiful women back in the Star Wars.
2: At what point... Um... Well, there's nothing but beautiful women in Star Wars.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, what if um, they reintroduce them in the supposed in sequel? You know, we know Ahsoka's gone off and found a ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Based on rebels, what if? And I mean, that was an old Jedi um, ship, wasn't it? The Jedi carrier of some sort. So you know, she's probably gone back to Coruscant at this point mm. and found it. Um. So, who do we know that she knows on Coruscant? She knows the sisters. Yeah. So. Why wouldn't you know? There's every chance that she mm. brings you know brings them along for the ride. Um, yeah. I mean, Ahsoka's a pilot, Sabine can pilot, but you know, what if they need a pilot for their adventures? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, like we're jumping into the speculation route, but you know, there's every chance that these characters could come back, and why not bring them back with Ahsoka and me? You know. If the rumors are true, bringing them in for uh, a, a series based on Ahsoka just feels like it would fit.
3: And we know Lucasfilm likes to bring people back, even if they're dead. It doesn't matter. Um, you know. So, And these people are, are still alive. So, I mean, that would be perfect. So, her and Sabine need to come back and go to... Mm-hmm. Coruscant for something and you know you just see a could be like hang on I know where to go and she's knocking on the door and what, what, what is it 20 years later opens up the door and or 30 you know whatever the, the time frame that they're going to have it on there you know it opens up the door and here are these girls now they're not teenage girls anymore they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s or whatever it is and you know knock on the door and like hey I need your help and they went from you know the second to last episode of the arc hating hating ahsoka to being like she was actually our savior and she's what we needed so it's like you know bye see you later and you know that lost long stranger that shows up at your door 30 years later that's like remember that favorite favorite yomi i'm calling it in now that you never thought you were gonna you know have to use or (laughs) or whatever
0: That you thought i died on mandalore No. (laughs) no And, by the way, I'm still annoyed that you dropped all that spice. Yeah. And how many people complained about that, yet no one complains that Han Solo did it?
3: Yep. I mean, that's that's what the whole thing was, is that, Wait. you know...
0: I just see it's a viable option. Yeah.
2: yeah. What did I miss?
0: Um... So I've got a blog post coming out next week. I want to find out you guys' opinion on the question I have posed. So I've just done a, over the last couple of weeks, I've just done a rewatch of the saga. So I'm going to focus on the sequel trilogy here, specifically one character, General Hux.
2: Ah, thought I thought saw this coming.
0: Oh, you saw me asking this a couple of other places, did you?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I've my argument here is that General Hux um, is getting a bad rap from the fans. Because his character arc over the... People have complained about his character arc over the sequel trilogy, how he goes from Force Awakens, where he's kind of like neo-nazi fanatical crazy-eyed mega speech-making to in the last jedi where he kind of feels like a bit of a joke and then in the in rise of skywalker basically he is you know he's demoted he's pride's lackey you know he's not used to kind of having to answer to someone above him that isn't the supreme leader and The fans complained about this, but what if this is actually really well-crafted writing? So Starkiller Base was his baby. It was his Mm -hmm. thing. He basically, you know, it was already in development with the Empire, as we know from Fallen Order. I don't know if you've actually gotten that far yet, Michael, so I'm sorry if I've spoiled it for you. Um,
1: I know, yeah. You
0: go through that place. Yep. That
3: I'm place. I'm almost done with it. I have to go back to uh, Mustafar. Um I just went back to um a couple of the planets that I was missing some completion on wow. and tried to do like I, I just went back to Kashyyyk the other day and I went from ninety one percent complete to I think I went like ninety four, ninety five. Oh, um nice. just just trying to get th- those complete before I go and finish it because I'm gonna go start a new game um or a a new session or, or whatever um, on Twitch. Um, so I don't know if I'm actually going to go back and want to try and complete it. So I'm going to try and complete it before right. I beat it or end up, you know, getting as, as close as possible.
0: No, nice. I've, I've um, part of me wants to kind of keep going, like go back on the game that I've already got or and kind of complete it that way or just start again and enjoy it for, you know, just playing through but anyway, I digress. So, so yeah, we get, you know, we know Starkiller Base was being built, but the First Order finished it. And he, he stands there and he says, you know, this machine that you've built. Um, so obviously he was running the show on Starkiller Base. We know that. And, you know, there are a few commanders who are a bit older than him. But, you know, this is his project. This is like Krennic and the Death Star kind of. Feel kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Starkiller base gets blown up. You know, he doesn't answer to anyone apart from Smoke on there either. Yeah. And um, yep. then we see him in Last Jedi. Hours later, he is on board the Finalizer with uh, Captain Peely, who kind of, who basically isn't too keen on hugs. You know. He doesn't say anything when, uh, Poe. You know, he he leaves it for a bit before he tells Hux that Poe is tooling with him. You know, there is a complete lack of respect from the command of that Star Destroyer. You know, he stands there and he makes all these speeches. Does the whole speech to Hux, which, mm-hmm. you know, in the novelization of Last Jedi, basically it says that he was. You know why. Well yeah, he wants to get down in the history books. He wants he wants everyone to remember this moment that he was the one that destroyed the resistance and all that because he's failed already. He's failed
2: at doing that. No, I mean I mean do you know why do you know why PV's not do you know why PV's not keen to hawks? As yeah, you mentioned, because he, he's an older fella, but do you know why he's not really keen? No, to... he's
0: he's he's from the Empire. It's a completely different.
2: Pebe, he comes from the generation of the Galactic Civil.
0: Yeah. Are oh, we breaking up with that a bit, buddy? Sure.
2: Yeah, Hutch is a, a young little newbie in his eyes. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the same with Canada. Yeah, you know he, tell, and he sees a candidate too you know he's like launch your fight you know launch your fighters take him up
2: captain Kennedy yeah. sees him the same Kennedy is also a veteran of the Empire
0: exactly you know you get these Imperial
2: veterans and they don't like it yeah he, in that short sentence yeah he's already disproved when hoxon and and his his motives No, they already know that we, we should already been fighting, not setting and waiting. But you were to take it. I'm going to bring it around because I had some thoughts, and I'm going to try to keep them short in general. Um, why some of the fans had an issue with crux's kind of downgrade or downfall or, or being put back. That's happened through our different art history. And I can think of some examples, and like I said, I want to keep this short in general being an armchair history buff, if you will, through different parts of the Civil War, being a reenactor. I'm very familiar with things that happened in that four awful years of war and put back and put, had other folks put in their place. Same same things happened in World War II through the four years of that. It was really bad, awful stuff. Yeah, some, some folks in military places screwed up and were... Had other folks, maybe younger folks, put in their place? Yeah, so I can see in relation to that because there's different small parts of Star Wars that comes from our past, our history, be it military or otherwise. Yeah, I can see that straight up. So for me, in my opinion, I, I ain't got a problem with it.
0: I mean, I think you've obviously... because I know.
2: see and know those. Understand them things. Maybe some of our and them it's angrier. They don't see that part. Yeah.
1: I mean,
0: I, I was going to say like you've absolutely nailed kind of where I've come from on this. You know, I mean, I don't, I didn't get, say again. You, you've absolutely this. You know, I've I've gone down very similar route to what you're saying. Like I've I've not gone down the history route, but you know, it, it is a case of these these older this older generation being led by this young whippersnapper who. Doesn't know what he's doing. He he's he's in a place of privilege because of his dad, um, and the only time you ever see him looking remotely comfortable um, with where he is in the Last Jedi is without all of them. Is when he's with Snoke and when he's with Phasma in the hangar bay. He's the only time he's got any real confidence, um, and then that's all stripped away by the
2: last. He just, he's got an idea of what he wants to do. He's got an idea of what he wants to do, but he doesn't have the experience yeah. to pull it off.
3: And I think, like, if you correlate it into, like, real-life terms, and Ooh. the majority of the people out there in, you know, this country or many other countries haven't been in the military. So if you just equate, like, a regular job, it's you have a boss, mm-hmm. like the head of the company, So that's smoke. And then it's you and another guy. And you both think that, you know, you should be number two. Um, But the head guy is like, well, you're both number three right now because no one's really proved that, you know, you're in a tie. So instead of being tied for two, you're tied for number three until, you know, I decide what to do with you. And then all of a sudden, you know, that head guy is gone. And you're like, and now the two of you are like, okay, I'm going to be the boss. No, I'm going to be the boss. Well, Kyle O'Reilly is just like, I'm going to use the force and flick you across, you know, you can't compete with me. You know, it'd be like in real life terms, it'd be like, I know secrets about you that will destroy you. So I'm in charge now and there's nothing you can do about it. And, you know, so then I bring it, you know, so you bring in the, the guy that's now number one, brings in some other people to help out you, your power, you know, starts going down or your value starts going down and being diminished. Um, you know, so you lose that respect and whether or not you deserved it in the first place or not. And, you know, it just starts going down and, you you know, after the period of time, by the th- time the third one comes down, you know that there's nothing you can do that you're ever going to get that number one spot except for do exactly what that guy was going to do. And, you know, now you have to turn traitor. Now you need to try and find out the secrets about him to get him knocked out of that spot. Um, you know, I mean, that, that's how it kind of, you know, equates to like real life. So is it the arc I would have liked to have seen happen for him? No, but it's realistic. Yeah. And. You know, there's a lot of things that I mean, I know it's a movie about wizards in space, but there's a lot of realism and a lot of politics that, you know, correlate to everyday things that happen in our real world. So, I mean, it's not really that far fetched that someone that seems that appears to be strong, you know, behind the scenes, that he's really not um, you know, is losing power as things go on, because the person that takes over power doesn't like them, you know, but can't just get rid of them. I mean, well, could, but it would cause more problems, you know, for running things and, um, you know, not even get into the whole story of it, but yeah. So it's like, I mean, it, it makes, it makes sense that in the real world, you know, that would happen to anybody in like in a business or, um, you know, any corporate layered type, type thing.
0: Yes, and I mean definitely. Like you always get the there's always someone you kind of feel is after your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just about to say that say something to Chris there as well, Anthony. Um I, I think the only thing I can definitely say with any kind of knowledge that happens with the first order between eight and nine is a uh, battle at Batu, which is what Uh, rise of resistance is all about um where hux is in charge of the finalizer and the finalizer gets destroyed and Mm -hmm. that's why they move to the steadfast with pride that's as much as i can really say like the grand scheme of the first order i know that um we see a bit of kind of one little group of First order on Batu during the Black Spire novel, but I mean, it's not really the whole organization. Unless there's been something in comics that I've missed yet.
3: <clears throat> I mean, yeah, just give us all, give us all stories about everything, and you know, whatever they have going right now with the Mandalorian and there's been rumors of the spinoffs that are going to happen from it and, you know, give us spinoffs and I'm not going to say, well, just as long as it's good, I want it. Well, of course I want it to be good. And I think that they're at a point right now that Um, they're not going to put out content. That's really, you know, not that good. They're going to, you know, take their time. And, um, I think, I think they were talking about on the Sith list the other day that some of the best, um, TV we got and movies we got came out of the early 80s when we had the actor strike or, you know, whatever it was in the lockdowns, um, lockdowns that's now, but yeah, you know, and it's like they couldn't, they couldn't do it. They couldn't make any movies. So the people that wrote scripts redid their scripts and redid their scripts and, you know, the actors kept redoing things and, you know, the production companies kept, you know, re- going over everything over and over again. So that stuff that came out in the really early 80s, you know, was mind-blowing compared to what it was just a year or two ago and you know i'm not even talking about technology wise with like star wars but i mean just like the stories that we got um and you know i saw somebody the other day when uh, because i think it came out a day or two ago that the mandalorian started pre-production for season three and somebody's like sign them up for 10 seasons well no i don't want to sign them up for 10 seasons because there's so many good TV shows that come out and you know, you're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And after about the third or fourth season, you're like, it's not as good as it used to be. Or, you know, you get a season or two in there. That's, that's really bad because of whatever reason, whatever happened. And then you get another year or two that's good. And then a couple more that are, are, are not good. And I mean, we get it so much more here in the States than you do um over in the UK, Johnny, where it's like, you're watching this amazing show. And also it just ends. And it's like, wait, what is happening? It's like, oh, it's because it's on the BBC. And, you know, here it's like, well, it stopped being good after season four, but people kept watching it, so we stopped it after season 12 or, you know, whatever it was. And that's how it is on the States. It's like it doesn't matter if it's good good content as long as it's bringing people in and viewers because we're lazy and don't want to start a new show, so we're going to ride out this show until, you know, until they decide to end it for us.
0: Hi Ross, how you doing? Um, I mean, I think there's there's like a lot of shows. I find it hilarious. Like we what we end up waiting over here for like probably till the first season is finished over. In, well, we used to anyway. I remember when Lost came out. Like we got um we got like season one like quite late. Um, so we didn't really have much of a gap between season one and two, but I think like over here, like the, the channels were like waiting to see how well Lost performed in the States, whether or not they wanted to buy it. And I think it was the same for Heroes as well. Um, we didn't get that for quite a while. Um, so like by the time like season one's finished, we're actually about like pretty much on top of season two. Um... So, yeah, it was really really weird when we actually had to wait a year for season three of Lost because then suddenly Sky bought Lost. Sky took over the Mm rights to Lost and we were getting it, like, the day after the stage. So, yeah, we wait. (laughs) Well, we used to anyway. Now everything's on streaming, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Mm,
1: Yeah. Well,
3: I think like... Um, Did you watch Peaky Blinders?
0: I have not watched Peaky
3: Blinders. Um, And that's the thing BBC has so many good shows, but the majority of us in the States don't even hear about them or know about them until they hit Hulu or Netflix. Mm. So, like, Peaky Blinders came out, and, you know, like the way I would describe it is The Sopranos, but, you know, early 1900s England. because everyone's seen The Sopranos, so it's like, that's the easiest way to describe it, and the show's amazing, but it's like, I think, like, BBC plan on ending it, but I think they have some kind of agreement with um, Netflix, or Netflix has something to do with it now, um, since they picked it up, and it's like, no, you're gonna do a couple more seasons, because it's like, okay, season one was amazing, season two was amazing, season three was kind of iffy, season four, you're just kind of like, I mean, it's it's better than what's out there, but it's not as good as the show was Hmm. and um if it is season four right now it might be three but you know i mean you understand what i'm saying like things like that where you know normally like your your shows that are on the bbc like i said you know they just stop in the height of them where it's like they're gaining popularity and they're huge and also it's like well what do you mean that was last season well the story's done so i don't know what the point of that story was but yeah it's uh, there was something about that that i think was important oh and ross is here hi ross how you doing Johnny Ross is our friend from over in your neck of the woods.
0: Oh hi. hey, whereabouts, buddy? Whereabouts? Um what I found, yeah, UK TV is really weird. Like we will show something for like two seasons and it'll be amazing, and then it just gone. And we're like I'm like, but but why? Because you could make more money. And generally, like for the most part, it's not like a like a you, you don't really get like um, like what what's gone on with American Gods, where like you know halfway through you know they're about to start season two, you get a new showrunner. Southbound Essex. Oh, I'm a up, I'm I'm a up, uh, Midlands Waverley, Midlands uh, Lincolnshire. Um. So yeah, like we don't. Um, like, yeah, we end up just stopping shows where. I mean, like, what was it? Two seasons of The Office, whereas you guys got, you guys had like what, fifteen of the U- U.S. Yeah. version?
3: Yeah, uh, twelve, something like that. And uh, Johnny um, doesn't
2: know that that story yet.
3: Um, and you know, after the first whatever, after eight seasons or whatever, Michael leaves, the main character leaves, that you know, made the show, and it's like the show kept coasting well, a while because the I rest. The rest of the cast was good enough. I want to say Johnny doesn't know
2: who Ross is yet. Oh. well, No,
0: me and Ross have not, uh, we've not, uh, I don't think we've come across each other in the, uh, in the, in the uh, live stream, live chat verse just yet, but welcome. Um,
3: You'll find out who he is soon enough. Don't worry. (laughs) And then you're going to say, why didn't you tell me? And, you know, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: oh, I've just completely lost that train
1: of thought.
3: Um, yeah, so it's like you know, so yeah, The Office, you guys got two seasons. That we got, we'll, we'll, we'll just call it 12 or yeah. we'll call it 10. And after seven or eight seasons, Michael leaves or the last, whatever it was. And then it's just kind of like, okay, um, you know, it, it's still a good show, but not as good as it was because you know this one character. It's, it's like you take one person out of the ensemble, and the ensemble's still good, but it's not the same team.
1: Right? So. Yeah. I yeah, Ross.
3: It. Ross, introduce yourself to Johnny. Johnny's scared now. He's like, "What's going to happen?"
0: Um, I, I mean, like I've seen, I think I've seen like the first five, six seasons of the US Office, and you know, I don't, I can't see it working without Michael Scott because he's, he ends up being like the heart of the show. That'll be post.
2: That, that'll be post. That'll be post show. That'll be post show.
0: Um, but then, like, if you look at like Parks and Rec, same, same, you know, makers. Um, like you have got, uh, was it Mark Van Danowitz? who leaves at the end of season two and by the time you get to season four you've forgotten who he is (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. yeah so it's you know i mean there's there's very there's very few shows that can go a long time and it's like the ones i mean law and order um and you know because they don't run out of stories because they take stories out of the headlines and, you know, so it's like, just as long as you can have the good characters going. So it's like, well, in order, you know, most of those stories are based on real stories um, that happened in New York or all all over the country.
2: Oh, there's nothing to be scared of. I'll tell you that right now. There's not. Excited maybe. He was in the film? <laughs> Excited maybe, but not scared.
3: So for those of you that um, are oh, going to be listen, for those of you that are going to be listening to this, um, Johnny's mind just got blown. Um, so he just realized that Ross Sambridge, who came in to the chat, um, was an actor in the Star Wars films. And Johnny's just finding out who he is. And if you are listening to this, go ahead and watch this. You're at, I don't know how editing's gonna be, but you're at minute about 110 if he doesn't edit it too much. Um, And his face just keeps going in from more shock to more shock to more shock. Um, And now I think he's trying to Google things and figure things out for himself.
0: Shut
3: up. Um, Shut up. (laughs) Hey, I gotta keep it going, you know? We can't have it, we can't have dead air.
0: Oh my God! You played
1: the, you did... Oh. We got um, sn- we've with we, we,
2: Snoke. Read <laughs> what is that?
0: Oh my God! I I, I am. That <sighs> <laughs> this is a. Go ahead. This is not. Read what ah, were you? Did you also play Sagwa? Yeah. Oh, I'm I am honored. <laughs> yeah, I've I've
3: been I've been friends with Ross for I don't know how long on Facebook, but we never really we became friends just for whatever reason because like we both had like Star Wars in our profile or whatever, but we never really talked about Star Wars. Um so I don't know if it's been like a couple months or a couple of years that I've been friends with him. And, um, I mean, mine, I, my channel on Star Wars, it's, it's two med two. So it's a, you know, it's a droid and it's, you know, it says Star Wars right in the title. So it's kind of hard to miss that. So we found each other somehow, but never really talked. And then, um, the other day when we were doing one of my, uh, we were going through the art book. I, you know, I never pay attention to the chat. I never, and he was messing the chat like, hey guys, I want to come on and talk to you. I want to come on and talk to you. And I noticed it because somebody was like, um, you know, is he for real, Michael? And I was like, I have no idea who he is. Hang on. And I looked on Facebook. And I was like, all right, well, he's my my Facebook friend. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to let him on anyways, because, you know, everybody you friend, bud. everybody's allowed to come on. And then we, find, then we Good find out friend. that, you know, okay. Yeah, he really is. So we sat there and talked with him for hours. So it was mm-hmm. an amazing time. And, yep. um, you know, we're, uh, he, he's being introduced to our, our Star Wars. Well I'm friend. envious
2: because he's over there across the line with you.
1: <laughs>
0: um Here we go. I think we're gonna get um going to get Ross coming and playing. <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, so, um, this is nuts. Yeah, that's how. Did not expect this. (laughs) I think
3: you might have, you might have came on that chat too. Um, maybe when I was doing the book. Uh, maybe last Friday. I don't know.
1: Oh,
0: I think I did. I dipped in and then, um,
3: when we weren't doing the book anymore, there was four of us
0: talking. No, I dipped in quite early. And oh, okay. I was like, I, I was doing loads of stuff. So I ended up having to like bow out pretty quick. Um, Cause we've had uh, quite a few plumbing problems. Four
2: hours. Four hours. Yep. Yep
1: yeah was,
2: uh, Johnny post put the put the stream yard up in the chat Put the stream yard link up in the chat you know,
0: it's in it's in oh here we go hello
4: there we go <laughs> Ross how you doing um oh, very well oh uh, good to see you again and you my friends boom
2: how are you doing?
0: Um,
4: very if it starts well. Getting
2: choppy, if it starts getting choppy on my end, I'm going to step back so that you can talk.
4: There's a bit of delay. Sorry? It's a bit of delay.
0: Um,
2: yeah, he was there first short spell. Is it delay? He was there first How much of a delay
4: do you have? All oh, about ten seconds. Are you watching it on StreamYard? Yes. 30. Oh. I'll take off Facebook. Yeah, take what off Facebook. Now?
3: Can you hear me now?
2: Last Thursday.
4: I'll take I'll take <laughs> it off Facebook. Okay. Okay, so we should so it should catch up now. I can hear you now. I'm going to hear someone now.
1: (laughs) Welcome to technology.
4: Right. Okay, go. So if no one says anything for a second. Can you hear me now? I can hear everybody now, but there's about a 10-second delay. (laughs) All right, well...
3: Because, yeah, usually in StreamYard, there's not that much of a delay, but if you have it on...
4: Um, How about now? I, How about, can, you hear, can you hear me now right? Yeah, we can hear you fine. I think I had the other StreamYard. I had two StreamYards, I think. <laughs> that's okay. What made it, that's what made it a bit of delay and a re- overlapping and looping, so... Uh, okay. Yes, anyway, relax. How is everyone today?
0: Good, thanks. A good thanks, you.
4: Yeah, no, good. Uh, it's been a good day. I won't be able to stay on for too late, because it is 20
1: past 11. It, uh, it
4: but, is. You know, and, uh, but uh, lovely to see you all
2: again. Okay, so like and, to, and, see, and to meet you, John. Said if it gets choppy. Sorry? If it gets choppy, I'm going to step back. Okay. Okay. Um, um,
0: yes. Yes. Did he?
4: Did he want any? Did he? Have you got any questions, Johnny? You know, <laughs> or uh, I, I, I'm just. He's still going right on. His mind's blown. Yeah, like, like, oh,
0: look, look you, you, you friend in the in the chat, and it, it's Snoke. <laughs> yes. Did, did you, okay. Did you actually have to wear a gold robe? Yes.
4: I was the only one to wear the gold I didn't robe. Didn't set up. There, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And
0: yeah.
4: the slippers. <laughs> yes the especially the slippers made to measure for my feet
0: were they comfy
4: yeah i mean uh, the uh, Michael uh, casian uh, the casian he uh, was the chief um co- costumer on the se- on the set jeez it's made made the the slippers cuz i've been wearing them all the time yeah and uh i'd walk up and uh, chuck people about and stuff and uh i'd have to make sure that my toes and i still kept uh, pleasantly comfortable so they had they had a pair that they made on set but they were too small so ryan johnson said um just make another one so uh, i believe that was the case so i put on a pair of slippers and uh sat on that throne with the gold robe and the very long trail of robe and um it was it was a very pleasant uh, experience for i think it was about oh, three weeks and so i was actually on on the set for and wow. um every day on set was just fantastic because I got to work with so many great people to meet some idols. um, All right. Good. Good. It was just a lovely, lovely experience. So, um, I mean, I I I thought if that wasn't great, uh, that wasn't, so if if that wasn't fantastic enough, then, then, all right, I need to (laughs) delay. Then to work on to solo one more time. Did anyone hit, was there a delay? No, I got your fine.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've got you okay. fine.
4: Alright, no, oh, yes. Yeah. So I was just saying that um yeah, if that wasn't a fantastic enough to work on that set, to work on Kessel, uh, to work on the set for Kessel and the Spice Mines of uh, of on was just um was incredible. Um did, you know, we yeah.
0: Did you get to go on the
1: Falcon?
4: I I uh, the same to these yep. lovely people the other night um there were, there were three versions of the falcon on the on each on the on at uh pinewood and there was a full scale one which we saw uh but the um the one that the wookiees uh escape out of um on kessel is a, is a half-size one uh this, it's, it's, it's in the it's in the uh, making of Solo book um i haven't picked it and... yet i need to get it oh it's, it's a very good read You'll, you might see some people in you recognize. And um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was lucky to, to, to touch the Falcon and to attempt to go up the slowly, uh, door that comes yeah. down. Um, but I don't want to say too much because it might spoil the uh, magic of uh, Star Wars, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was saying quite a few things um, behind the scenes to the guys um, last time.
0: Um, uh, no, nothing spoils the magic. But it's all magic.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it was, as I say, it was it was an amazing experience on there. And uh, I say to work with um, Woody Harrison and uh, Tanya New- uh, not Newton, sorry, Woody Harrison and um, Emilia Clark. And uh, very nice. Very nice. You know, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. But, um, you know sorry so, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm taking over the show again i do apologize
0: that's fine
1: that's that's fine
4: <laughs> <laughs> no no I've, I've done it i did it the other night i mean it was about the, the illustrations in the rise of the skywalker book and then um, just three hours it was basically and i didn't mean to do that and i'm sorry about that
1: listen
3: johnny's just happy he's got something on the show that makes me shut up so
1: <laughs>
4: no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see, I see you've got a bit of reflection there, uh, Johnny, of um, the f- 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 pops and um, pops like, and logo. like Michael, yeah. and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Rural Farm Boy has got some pops hanging about.
0: Oh, ha- haven't you heard? Michael does not collect pops, no,
4: not, not, not pops, no, sorry, Funko's or just the mm-hmm. actual, it, it might be in box, whatever they are behind you, they, they you collect,
3: yes. The, uh, it's Star Wars merchandise that just happens to be in the form of a
4: pop. But I don't collect pops. Okay. Or well, I mean, I, 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 I stand corrected. One hundred and four is not a collection. Party. It's it what? Uh, One hundred and four is not a collection. No, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same with my with and Blu-rays. I mean, I say to people, it's not a collection; it's a library. Yeah. So, you know. You know. It's and and. and I find that uh, when you're when you working, you never get around to um, watch any DVDs, but because we've been in lockdown for the last six weeks, you've got no choice to uh, watch and uh, the Blu-rays and things, and you think, well, I've watched that now, I might as well sell it. But you can't sell it because no shops are open. So you go around in circles and you end up just not actually selling them at all and just sitting there going, God, it's dust collectors again. So, but, um, yeah, no, I've, only, I've got a few... I've got a few. Uh, yeah, I've got a few. Uh, yeah, stuff, stuff myself up there. You know. Well,
0: but, you, anyway, you've got to have. Uh, you've got to have like a a Snoke figure up there. Oh so no,
4: but... I've got I've got me because I basically I was the I I was the um. I uh, basically i got the, They use my body as the figure for Snoke <laughs> for all the um, merchandise. So for the, oh, um, you know, I'll show you. you know? <clears> him. <throat> Johnny he's a tall fellow.
0: <laughs> I mean Snokes uh, uh Snopes a massive, massive character, so.
4: I, I I heard that I was a tall fellow, yes I'm a i am am a tall fellow. Um, I'm I'm seven one. I'm seven foot one. So seven. Yeah. And Snokes original size, so that's, that's, that's me basically that's me in the in the gold uh, road. so you, you know, know i posed for the actual thing and they took the photographs and they uh, they turned my body into the figure that you have and it's the same for the black series figures and yeah. um because i've got a slight curvature of the spine and uh, i don't know if i mentioned this before um to you guys but uh, because i've got like i got a slight curvature um and i distinctively remember uh, on the set the ad we went over to ryan johnson and
1: said, um, hmm?
2: sorry hello
4: no I'm a, we're listening oh yeah you're listening you know, i i thought i thought um farm boy um was sorry saying something oh no, yeah no so yeah, so I, it, I remember on the set, um, the AD going over to Ryan Johnson said, look, Ross has got a, a curvature of the spine, does that matter? And Ryan said, no, no, we'll just change the body shape of um, of Snoke. So my curve became used on the, on the film. Uh, so they incorporated my curvature and therefore all the figures have got a curvature of the spine so if you ever buy if you ever get a, a figure even even the um the pot figures that yeah michael don't like right? um if you just if you if you run it you run a, if you run your finger around the back of the, the of his back you can actually feel it's like oh and that's um that's me so there we are so <laughs> I'm a, I'm a test. I'm test. oh you've got one of
3: you oh, is about to rub your back right now ross oh <laughs>
4: It's sp- spine tingling.
1: Yeah,
4: and there you go. Oh, Ooh, I felt. Oh, I felt that. Thank you.
0: So, um, so yeah, you were just do you just smoking last year? Like they didn't have you in for Force Awakens
4: at all. Well, no, Force Awakens. It was just um, it was a, a hologram on it. Right? So Andy yeah. did the, um, but they wanted you to, an actual. Person to look at to actually interact with properly, and um, but they knew that they wanted him tall and thin and um, gaunt. Yeah, Um, and it's mentioned that, uh, like in the online and also in the books, that um, he's a very opposing figure and he's aloof. Mm. And um, they had my I just got a call from my agent saying that you know they want you to come down for a fitting and um so i came down to the, straight into the fitting and they said yeah and you've got the right sort of body shape and then when i went on the um sort of like show and tell when i had the like a outfit on um, ryan johnson just, just literally came in and said you must be our snack so uh, mm-hmm. that was nice as <laughs> you do i thought well that's last that's that's cool and then let's say a couple of weeks later i was on the set and um but the, the i think the actual what makes Snoke Snoke is the gold robe. That's why I fight. I mean, I don't know if that's just me just saying that, but it's because uh, it gives the form, yeah. and uh, so yeah, and that it wouldn't work on a shorter person. So they wanted no. a, a, a tall, tall, right? Let's say slim figure, and luckily I'm um, both of them. And uh, so when when the drapes move, when the drapes move and they flow they're in such a way that it is quite sort of like creepy yeah but it's you need there's there's still that strength and sort of like you know like dominance behind it so anyway it was just it was just brilliant to, uh, to do and to um to, to just just be a part of it all really be part of the star wars family and um and and because of because of doing that and i've been lucky enough to do uh, comic cons and um, and shows and things, and um, it's just a shame that this has happened with Covid that I can't do the shows that I wanted to do because I think half, well, more than half, the fun of doing the shows is meeting the fans mm. and sharing the stories. And you know, it's a, to some people, Star Wars or any, any uh, film franchise or ever, it's, um, it's part of who they what makes them them and they like to show that they like to dress up they like to become their favorite, favorite <laughs> characters and stuff and favorite um things and um, even down to like t-shirts about what, what, what michael's wearing you know uh the the fact that you can tell it's a star wars t-shirt you know it's what makes him you know be who he is yeah. i suppose and you know we've all got like star wars socks or star wars underpants or whatever and um you know it's I don't think there's ever been a film um, series to emulate that, and I don't, I don't think they will be. And even, mm. even, even though we come to... Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah. That's a story, yeah. <laughs> I
4: don't know who said that, because <laughs> <That was laughs> I don't think he's frozen. He's done that, he's done that, like a film Trudekist. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. He's,
4: If we all do that, you know, that will be really weird. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. So you were saying, yeah. That's true, though, that
3: even if, like, you know, you take a Disney movie that comes out, ever, it has merchandise for when it comes out, and that's usually about it. But even a Star Wars movie, when, you know, they did Jedi. You know, there was still Star Wars merchandise that came, was coming out in the 80s and 90s. And we weren't going kind to, of, you know, besides the books and stuff that's not canon, but like t shirts and, and things like that. And, and socks, like you said, were still being made and still coming out. And underroos and our underwear. And, hmm. you know, it was nothing else has ever been like that. And then, especially once they make another three movies and another three movies and now TV shows and, and cartoons. That's. Yeah. yeah. that guy
0: there, man. Hello. 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 Hey, we've got uh, someone new coming in, Ricks Mace. Hello, how
4: are you guys? I'm good, thanks, Ricks Mace. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm alright,
4: man. Lovely. How are you, doing? Are you doing? What's this what's stream like? Is it? Are you like... What, you you play with toys and that, yeah? yeah. Like Star Wars toys and that? No. We uh, no. talk about Star Wars. <laughs> we talk about yeah. Star Wars. Oh, and you collect the toys? The dolls?
0: As a collection.
4: You know the guy in the middle there? He looks... Have you seen Resident Evil?
0: Bye. <laughs> I
3: mean, I don't know who that was. Oh, that, was that was fun. No
1: idea.
4: <laughs> so...
1: so okay. Okay.
4: um... <laughs> yeah? Wow. So let's uh, right. discuss this. Uh, like, let's just discuss that will just happen there.
1: What <laughs> will we'll yeah. just okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, what kind of what kind of idiot are you that you come on something? It says my Star Wars live dead, and it has Star Wars in my name And the name, and then says, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> and then, you know, I mean. Uh, you know, I, I
4: don't know. I don't even know what I to mean, say about it, but. I mean, I, I got a little bit sceptical when... Uh, yeah, Johnny. He, he, you, he's not, he's...
0: Well, I wasn't sure if he was someone who I haven't met through um, Michael yet. He's just popped up yeah. it, backstage.
2: He's got a pretty neat little collection itself of some pretty interesting things. Yeah. Who's, who was that talking
4: just then? That was Anthony. Oh right, okay, no, it's just it's just he's you know. to... So, yeah,
0: I've got to ask you. Yes, um, Johnny. Um, so they did the you know they did the whole robe thing. The robe is you. Yeah. Did you have you got to see uh, the outfit that they've given Snoke in the comics?
4: Is that the one he's got like a? Oh, I've got the comic somewhere. Uh is that like um is wearing a is it a green is it a green number or
0: a, Yeah. It's like a little, green, it's
4: like he's wearing yeah. a little hat on, or I think. And if you can
0: see that, one, that one
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well it's, it's it's certainly different.
0: Um <laughs> Would that be anything that you'd have expected really?
4: <laughs> I think the eyebrow says it all really. Um <laughs> Ross, <laughs> right, do you I, think you would look yeah, good in that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I'll be—I think I'll be the business one. I really, but I—I uh, I liked what I wore, really. And it was—I think it is more him, you know.
0: I, th- <laughs> I think you got like—you know—you've got like, you, you know, you've got, like um, Adam Driver who's got to wear like the mask, and you know, yeah. And, um, Anthony Daniels in that suit—you know—you got out of all the costumes. You must have had mm. the comfiest one.
4: It was yeah, it was lovely. It was like playing it. A dressing gown or a smoking jacket in a way. Um, I mean, you had like the undergarments underneath that you wear and things, but no, you, um, it was long enough to cover my legs. And obviously, I'm a very tall guy, so obviously, uh, it was draping and it was, uh, it was trailing behind me. Um, I mean, the belt was very long, that was extremely long, that was longer than my body, I think. Um, but uh, no, it was very nice, and I had to make sure that I didn't get any mess on it. Especially if I was eating dinner, or uh, <laughs> you know, and when it when it was time to maybe have one
2: more time. Hmm.
0: Anthony?
3: I think Anthony's on the on the delay. Yeah.
0: Um,
4: I, yeah. So um, it was just I'd make sure that I had to look after it, you know. It was probably very expensive. See,
3: you, you can't give away all your secrets at one time because you got to keep coming back for more.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: Yes.
1: You know, we to go.
0: <laughs> Well, as um, as you said earlier, Ross, it is getting on. It's, it's half eleven now, I think. Like, uh, and I unfortunately have got to go to work tomorrow.
4: Yes. So, oh, so you're you're a key worker, are you?
0: I well, I'm a, a, coming to my company. I the company I work for. I am, yeah. Right. Um, so, okay.
4: Well, look, it's been it's been lovely to uh, chat to you all. You too. Uh, 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 I
0: hope
4: we can, I hope so we can, can do should... this again.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I'm aiming to do this every Wednesday, so give or take.
4: Well, it's Wookiee Wednesday, isn't it? Well wow. <laughs> It is now.
0: Definitely. <laughs> but it
4: is, yes, yes. I think oh, you, next,
0: next time I'm going to bug you about Solo a bit more. So. <laughs> yeah.
3: and, and Johnny, um, on Saturday or Sunday, because I did Trivial Pursuit the other day, yeah. um, but I did it at 11 o'clock at night. So it would have been four in the morning for you guys. So I've been a little bit late. Um, this week I haven't decided if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. I haven't figured out the time yet. Um. Or the date, but I'm probably going to do it around 12 o'clock. So it'll be like 5 o'clock your time, Um, if you can make it.
4: Yeah, I can do that.
0: See what I can do.
3: So yeah, I'm going to figure that out, and then, um, you know, the the first time it was kind of, we kind of we got a little sidetracked, and we were trying to figure out what to do, and um, ended up boring for some of the participants because you know it was if you got a question right you kept going right well they were star wars questions so everybody would go and get a turn for 10 questions and miss one question and you you know there was four teams and there. so there's people sitting there for 45 minutes without answering a question just like okay and I, and I could only have six people in at a time and there was eight of us so I was shuffling people in and out and so there's some people that just kind of sat there for a while without a question, so we changed it up a little bit, we're gonna go, you go until you get a question wrong, or you get a pie um, for Trill Pursuit, or a piece of the pie. That way, everybody's gonna get at least five or six turns, and nobody's gonna take, you know, have to sit there for that long of a period of time. So it should be, you know, just working on the kinks right now.
4: You could uh, throw a curveball and maybe ask questions about Star Trek. There you go. <laughs> Oh, no, if I say something wrong there, overnight.
0: <laughs> w- yeah, w- yeah, I don't know a lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Every, every third question. The pies, so the regular questions are going to be Star Wars, the pies are going to be Star Trek, uh, just to make it impossible to play. Well, I wouldn't know any of the answers anyway, so.
0: <laughs> I, I might be able to answer something about the JJ Abrams film. I don't
4: know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, he's, he's done right for himself, hasn't
0: he? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, one more question, actually. Yes. Did, uh, were you brought in for, for kind of like a reference for Snoke's body when in Rise of Skywalker at all? When we see him in the vat, the cloning goodness?
4: The only way I can answer this question is that um, I was led to believe that Snoke might come back at some point, but. I wasn't told how, in what shape or form, or whatever. Um, so I can only really say possibly they had me as reference, but I can't guarantee, I can't confirm anything. Right. Um, I just, I did, well, we'll say this, though, as you're on the point of the bat is what I said to the guys the other time is that uh, when you watch Rise of Skywalker, um is floating about the, the star. Mm. But he doesn't seem to be fun about at the end. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> I was watching that
4: last night. Anything will. So, and I'm, I don't know anything about anything about anything. So, <laughs> all I all I know is what I know, and what I know is partly what you know. I, mean, I don't know. It's just it was just interesting. That's all. But so, yeah. To answer your question, uh, oh my god, my face is really big. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, to answer your really answer your question, it might have been used as reference, but right. um, I, don't, I don't really know. Okay, that's the gen, that's honest truth. Um, but uh, it's always nice to uh, see someone's reaction when they find out who I am. Uh, I mean, the lady last uh, the, the other night, her, Rachel. her jaw, Rachel, yeah, she she uh, her chin bounced from the floor, basically, um, and uh, you. Um, you were very surprised yourself, are not you? Your mind was kind of blown away. <laughs> I was like,
0: Stormtrooper's boss. So I was like, oh, you want the stormtroopers?" And then I had to, I was like, Snoke, Sto- no. really? <laughs> Quick strange. Google. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God. Okay.
4: <laughs> yes, it's, 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 it's always that. I think, I think some because of COVID uh, and, and myself and other actors can't get to meet people at shows mm. at the moment maybe this is the way forward <laughs> just like do webcams like this sort of thing and go well you know if you want anything in the future you know send us an email and I can email you your yeah. picture over to you sort of thing maybe it's just, it's just that's what I think what people are missing out on you know the norm of going to these shows and yeah. things and now they're fortunately I they think they've cancelled celebration haven't they um so.
0: Not yet. It's Comic Con. Got cancelled the other day. Celebr- I oh. think Celebration is next on the chopping block. Right?
4: Celebrate.
3: Well, that's all. Celebration isn't officially cancelled, but the governor is saying that there's not going to be any large groups allowed to gather. Um. um sorry. At the at the time, Celebration's supposed to be. There. But so, I mean, it ends up being the same thing. Um, you know, it's going to have to be if Celebration does happen. Um, I can't see. I don't. I don't know how they're gonna do it because we can't have all those people in a convention. Um, you know they're gonna have to do it online. Is the best way I can think of, and you know. But I, I, I really have no idea. We'll
4: just have to see what sees, I suppose. All right. Well, look, guys, it's been fun. Thank it you very much indeed bright. again. Thank you. Uh, so, sorry, I was a little bit late to the party again, but uh, I'm no glad worries. That, uh, glad to see it and uh maybe i should grow a beard for next time (laughs) sort of like you know what it is it's sort of like before during and after and it (laughs) is
0: this is just pure laziness really for me
3: that's what yeah i could just take the the trimmer or whatever and get to it but you know um you could just take some you
4: you could just take some wookie fur and put it on well, I say I've got I've got some. I can just screw it on, so you know. But uh, now I'd rather sell it. Anyway, all right, Well, look, uh You have a lovely evening, guys. All right. Take care. See you, thanks. Thanks. I'll everyone. talk to you soon. Oh, cheers, soon.
1: Cheers,
4: cheers, mate. All right. All the best, mate. Cheers thanks again for letting me uh, join in. Cheers, mate. Of course. Anytime. Anytime. Ciao and uh, and goodbye to uh, and say hello. Say see you later, Trent, and as well for me. Well, he's just popped back up in the chat. i yeah. oh,
0: well,
4: wait well, a uh, Take care, Anthony. See you later, mate. Bye for now. What's up, Johnny?
0: (laughs) Okay, tonight wins. Tonight wins. Hands down. (laughs) And I noticed that you're wearing a Funko top. Smuggler's bounty as well.
3: Um... I mean, yeah, I was trying to see which one that is. I don't
0: uh, know if I... Rebels from 2017.
3: Oh, no, I don't have it. Ah.
0: Um, I, I know you don't collect them, but it was... Uh... There Rex. goes the neighborhood. Yeah. And Rebels Rex and Rebels More. Uh, Yeah, pretty much had to pay through the backside to get that over here.
3: <sighs> oh, hey, Johnny, um, my buddy Ross is going to stop by later on. I forgot to tell you that when we started, <laughs> when I got on here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> you wouldn't believe me anyways. If I would have like, oh, Snoke's coming on. You would have been like, okay, Michael. So I was like, yeah, hey, you know, that's just, it's a, I mean, well, I was going to say a small world, but it's not a small world. Well, he lives, I don't know how far he is away from you, but at least he's closer to you he's you know
0: about three hours i think roughly
3: um but yeah i mean i i've been friends with him for i don't even know i guess could probably go back and look and see how long i've been friends with him <laughs> for on facebook and you know we've said hi to each other or whatever oh you like star wars oh yeah okay and that was just about it um and then he's then you know like i said he saw me the other day that i was i was on and he's like you know hey i know about that book i can tell you about that character hey i know about that character <laughs> Oh hey, while you're talking about this, and you know, just I never read the chat, so it's like okay, and he's like, Hey guys, you know, and I mean that's how it all Yeah. And then uh I just uh I just posted the uh the little bit the few pages of the art that we did for our art book and then the uh conversation we had went on for a long, long time and that went to private, so people that saw that, so you're basically like the first person I think to um, well, he's done a podcast before, yeah. um, but you're the, you're the first one to, since he's started making the rounds with me, now with you, and then there's going to be some more. He, he's not on Twitter yet, but he's going to get on Twitter, um, oh. and probably, you know, once it gets out there that he's around, he'll probably get, you know, a reaction. So you're the first one that's going to have an interview with him or talking with him because um, mine, for certain reasons, had to go um, private.
0: Yeah. Was on just length or...
3: I mean, when you talk to somebody for that amount of time for three or four hours, you know, they, we talked about a lot of things. And like he said, you know, he didn't want to take some magic away from people. So,
1: um,
3: he kind of gave me some in-depth descriptions of things that Hmm. may have been, you know, he was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. I don't want to, you know, not, not that he would have gotten in trouble for it, but you know, know, don't, don't ruin the magic for some people and, and some things like that. So, um, Yeah. We'll talk off camera.
0: (laughs) Just where I could not believe that. That was, that was just nuts.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, cause he asked me, uh, the other day, he said, Hey, um, you know, any chat, are you doing a chat tonight? Are any chats going on? I said, no, I'm not doing anything, but let me check and see what's going on. Um, and then he was like, Hey, any more trivia going on? And I said, no, nothing. I think that was yesterday. um, And then I was planning on coming in here at five, but I had the dog issues. But before that at like three o'clock or whatever, I said, Hey, you might want to check out this chat. My buddy's doing. And then while I was, before I was getting ready to come on, he said, Hey, I'm trying to get on, but I can't, he was having a problem or whatever. So I sent him the, he was trying to find it either through Facebook or through my page. Um, so I sent him the link then. So, and he told me he was coming on. So I said, Oh, this is going to be nice to watch Johnny. So, that's what you know. That's what makes it all worth it. Like seeing your face. And then once you figured it out who he, th- then you figured out who he was, and then you figured out more who he was, and then you finally realized exactly who he was.
0: <laughs> like I was like, Snow what? Yeah, yes, it was a complete setup. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> oh man. Well,
3: well, see, I didn't, I didn't even know that he was going to ask to come on either. So no. like, I just, you know, I just knew that he was going to be in the chat. I didn't yeah. know that he was going to ask to come on, but that's, you know, why wouldn't you ask to, I mean, well, shit, I want to go, you know, I want to talk, if I'm going to talk Star Wars, I want to talk Star Wars with everybody. So, you know, I'm going to want to be in the, you know, except for that idiot that came on before. And if you're not an idiot, I'm sorry, but you know, you kind of are,
1: Sounded like one. you know,
3: you know, Oh, what are you guys talking about? Star Wars. Oh, you collect dolls. It's like, okay, um, but yeah, oh well. so and and my views and language in no way re- represent um, the My Star Wars life debt um, group um, ideas of you, sir. <laughs> um, and Ross is amazing, and
0: well, yes,
3: but, Th- that is re- so.
0: truly
1: reflected. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I got to, you know, I got to figure out, because um, I try and do streams when other people aren't doing them, especially like friends yeah. or whatever. Like I was going to um, stream Fallen Order at, I was going to stream Fallen Order, and then I saw that you were going on. I was like, oh, I'd rather talk to Johnny about it because I can stream Fallen Order later on when, you know, Johnny's sleeping or at work or, or whatever. You know, once my girlfriend goes to bed and it's midnight, I can get on there and play for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like I try and, you know, I not that it's not like a competition thing, like, Oh, I'm not going to get as many views because if somebody wants to watch it, they're going to watch it afterwards. So it's, it's not really that big of a deal, but if I'm talking, I don't get to talk with you. So Sorry. if I can put off mine and, and do it, you know, around or whatever, but that's why I did that. I did it Saturday night. Um, hmm. the, um, it's, it's the septic tank. So, you know, we, we get a little after, after you're recording for, um, a couple hours, things start to get a little crazy. And, you know, especially people have been having a few cocktails, but that's what happened this, uh, uh anyways, let me finish my first story then. So yeah, so we're going to do, um, Trivial Pursuit on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah. shooting for around noon Eastern time or one o'clock. So it'll be like five or six o'clock your time.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, however that works out or however that goes. I'll um, see but you I'll, I'll, I'll let, you, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you know, um, you know i'm trying to get a couple of the the uk people involved because you know they can't do it when i do it late night for all the the rest of the united states because you know like the people on the the people on the pacific coast aren't going to be doing it because it's going to be eight in the morning when i do it so they're probably not going to be up or giving their kids breakfast or whatever so um Yeah. But so I started doing, I started doing the late night Saturday one because we get a little crazy. So like this, this one, it was on for about an hour and a half, two hours. And I was like, okay guys, I'm going to, you know, I think it's going to be a short one. I'm going to, um, you know, get going and whatever. I told my girlfriend, she walked by and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be done soon. She's like, okay. Um, and then somebody else came on and then we started talking. And then somebody else came on and we started talking. So I said in about an hour and a half, two hours, I was going to be done and i think it went four and a half hours something like that so it was like you know somebody else comes on and it's like that that's my night to sit there and do you right if we weren't if we weren't under lockdown you know that's my night to sit there and talk star wars as much as i can so i have you know the whole night free um but yeah so um anyways yeah dude so yeah once we get him on twitter um he was going to do it uh he just hasn't gotten to it for for reasons, um, but yeah, once we get him on Twitter, we'll get him hooked up with all of our Star Wars friends, Definitely. and you know, hopefully, you'll be able to find him on a stream or a podcast everywhere for the next till this is done. Once once we get him on Twitter, because that's the best way to get in contact and communicate with people.
0: As 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 crappy as Twitter can be, uh, if it weren't for like, I mean, if it wasn't for Kind of like the community, like fan community that we kind of circulate in. I'd be off, really.
3: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's you know, um, yeah. That that's that's really that's really why I'm there. It's I don't go there. That's the only thing I do is Star Wars Twitter. And (laughs) once I catch up on my timeline and do my timeline for Star Wars Twitter, I go to um, my Facebook page. And I've actually since we've been on lockdown, I've been spending more time on my Facebook page. But it used to be five minutes just go share whatever it was, and then I'm done. Now I'm actually going to people's pages and you know things and spending a little bit more time on there, and then going back to Twitter. Um, Or I'm on I'm on the laptop and on my phone at the same time, doing multiple things and checking Discords and whatever. So it's like this is you know the perfect time for a nerd slash gamer. Well, you know.
0: Oh, I am going to have to call it a nightmare. I've got to go to bed.
1: All right,
3: sir.
0: Because um, up again early in the morning. And I might crack on another half hour of Rise of Skywalker.
3: I mean, you might as well.
0: To fall asleep too, really. Yeah. Not that that works out very well.
3: No, because then you're like, I'm, I'm watching it and...
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty much at the Battle of Exegol now, so I'm going to be hopped up.
3: I mean, you know, just, just watch it for the last half hour and finish it because it's yeah. going to be an hour, so yeah, it's all good.
0: Uh, so, um, do you want to anything you wish to plug, my good sir?
3: Um, you can find me anywhere if you type in 2Med2 um, Twitter Um, the big one, I have an Instagram and Facebook, but the big one, um, or the big two are YouTube. If you just type in two med two, you'll find me. Um, you actually have to search it. It doesn't come up. And I started doing Twitch. Um, I'm going to be doing Twitch more for my video games instead of, I'm going to do more of my talking on YouTube and Twitch for the video game, um, side of things. So either way. Um, you can find me on there and, you know, it's a lot of cl- crossover so far and that's, that's, that's where we're at. You know, I'm, I'm going to finish my Fallen Order on YouTube and then start a new Fallen Order session and do that on Twitch and see how that goes. Now that I know what I'm doing and don't have to go back and search for hours, <laughs> to find the last 4% of something or, you know, oh, you can play 96% of this, this town. Okay. 96% you spent two hours trying to find the other 4%. And it's just like, oh, I didn't know I could jump up on there to find it. But
0: I've got 2% left of Illum. I don't know where the fudge that 2% is, but I've got 2% to find Illum.
3: <laughs> I mean, at least you can go and find, go through and find out which city it is or, you know, what yeah. what area it is. It doesn't just say 4% or 2%. You can actually go through and find it. But f- when you get to that one that says 2%, You don't realize that you can, you know, that those rocks, it's not one rock. There's actually two there that you can go in behind to go into a cave. And that's what you're really missing. Um, You know, and when you're in Kashyyyk trying to find the treasure chests underwater, and it's like you spend 10 minutes going around in a circle because you have no way to no, you know, focus point or vantage point on what something is or or how it is. And then all of a sudden it's like someone's like, hey, you missed one. Like, what are you talking about? You jump back in the water and like, oh, there it is.
0: Like, <laughs> like right under you for like the whole yeah. time. Yes. Yeah, that was me on Ilum. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the in the in the water I was like, couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it. Um right, so must stop talking because sleep will take over. Um so uh <laughs> yeah uh, i'm working on the title already i don't know what um i don't know what i'm gonna call it but i'll think of something i'll try and think of something witty i'll do my best anthony (laughs) um so you can find me at wordpress.com my Um find me on Twitter at Bloodyon, Search for me on YouTube. We've not got the proper YouTube URL yet. I don't know what we have to do to get that, but uh, hopefully once once we get whatever we need to get, we'll be. Well, YouTube.com forward slash blog pod, whatever. Um
3: you need a hundred subscribers um and And then and then you have to ask them for it or whatever i don't think they automatically give it for you or they'll tell you that you can have it um but mine so mine mine's um youtube.com um backslash c backslash two med two but if you go to my regular page that's not what it is so that's my page i can give you to find it easily but it has a different one for everything else but i still have my own um, so we need to get johnny up to i'm gonna put you in my uh channels um oh, thank recommended thank channels
0: we're in my I, I i i've been off of you i've not done youtube for so long that i'm basically relearning it in the minute <laughs> bit by bit um, so youtube MyStarsLifeDebt.tumblr.com. If you want to email or anything, life podcast at Outlook.com and Patreon.com forward slash MyStarsLifeDebt if you wish to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and podcast. So uh, thank you, Anthony, for coming on. Uh, thank you, Ross, for surprising the hell out of me thank you michael for completely blindsiding me with that and um thank you everyone for watching so until next week
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's seven o'clock no that's that's um it's seven o'clock here so i'm sorry um everybody at seven o'clock in new york city goes and hangs out their windows and yells and For everyone that still has to work, and somehow, um, the ghost just opened up my door when it started happening. Oh, no, it's because my girlfriend opened up the window, so now there's a a breeze going in, so it opened up the door, but yeah, so that's that's what it is. That happened the other night, too. So, um, we we do that every
0: like uh, I think every Thursday night we do that over here, so okay, uh, at eight o'clock. So, (laughs) so yeah. Cool. Well, it's past midnight. I'm at work in eight hours. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great one. And uh, punch it, chewy.
3: May the force be with you.
0: Well, I can't beat that one, can I? And before we go, I would just like to extend my gratitude and thanks to our Patreon members, Um, so I'd like to thank Patreon Becky, um, Anthony aka a rural farm boy and uh, Chris King for your continued contributions and support to the life debt project. It's greatly appreciated. And thanks to you, this episode sounds so amazing because I got a new microphone for podcasting. So, yes, um, thank you very much. And um, I'll see you there on the Patreon. So, thank you.